Hey, hey, friend. Today we are going to dive into a topic that I think just really needs to be talked about. And we might hear a lot of people talk about phone addiction and our phones and how much we use them, but it's not ever specific to you as a homeschool mom and how our phones and the use of them and the, I don't want to say obsession because it's a bit of an addiction. It's a bit of a, it's a huge convenience for us. Let's just say the use of them can really interfere with our homeschool day and it could actually even take control of our day and determine the routine or alter the routine that you have decided you want for your day. So we have these phones. They're just these tiny little computers with tons of information and lots of inspiration in the palm of your hand. However, there is a dark side to the use of our phones and it is a phone addiction. And it's not just something that young people deal with. I mean, you see kids, I mean, you'll just be out somewhere and they're all just together hanging out at a restaurant or wherever they are, the mall, I don't know, wherever they are, wherever you happen to be. And they're all staring at this little thing, this little screen in the palm of their hand and not interacting with one another. But that can also, I mean, we'll be, we can point at that and be like, oh, that's just so terrible. However, we can often be neglectful of those around us and especially in our homeschool when we're staring at our phone. And you know what? No one knows because it's us and our kids at home. <laughs> but spoiler alert, your kids know, your kids see it, whether they're two or three or they're 12 or 13 or 17 and 18, they see it. And so there is this dark side to the use of the, of our phones and having the internet and just tons of information right there at our fingertips. And so maybe it's the information, the fact that we can gather and look at and get a lot of information at once, or that, that holds us and kind of gets us stuck in it. Or maybe it's just the fact that it offers a distraction. It offers a release. It offers a reprieve from the day and from the reality and from the hardness of possibly your day. And unfortunately, it can suck up a lot of our time and it can really numb our minds and really alter our ability to perceive the world around us in a proper way. And so today, let's talk about breaking that phone addiction that you have and stop letting it control your homeschool day. Because I promise you, on the other side, it it's so much better. So much better. Okay, let's talk about these tips that I have, and I'm going to share a little bit of a personal story here with you too. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. At some point, in our lives, every single one of us homeschool moms are going to deal with the reality that we use our phone too much, that we are too dependent on it, that we are 
relied relying upon it so much. And, and there's a lot of good things to rely upon. I don't need to get out a map. I don't need to go get on my computer and print out a map quest to figure out where the new baseball field is. So there's a lot of things that we can rely on it in a good way. But there's, again, that dark side that I mentioned that we rely upon it as a distraction or as a way to numb our minds or as a way to escape reality a little bit. Now, there are some, and I have some friends who saw that they were going down a dark path. I don't want to say dark path, like, ooh, but like they saw themselves going down a path that wasn't going to be adding to their life when it came to social media. And then they just completely deleted it, got rid of it. And they are happy as a pig in mud. <laughs> They're just skipping along and they'll say to you, it is the best decision that they made. And I absolutely love that. I have not gotten to that point. I feel like a lot of us, you and me probably are just like, I'm not quite ready to fully, completely get rid of social media or these extra apps that I use and that I enjoy. Instead, let me find a way that I can function and feel good about the use of my phone in my day and let it be a tool for my life and not necessarily run my life. Now, there are a lot of people, a lot of us like my, me, myself, that uses our phone, that uses social media as a part of our business or as a way to learn. I have learned so many things from some amazing accounts on social media, specifically, I would say uh, Instagram over the past couple years. And I have been in this world of social media for, I mean, as a business for, I guess it's been about eight years now. So I feel like I have experienced all of it because I've been homeschooling through that whole whole time as well. But before I share a little bit more of my personal story, I want to ask you a question because maybe right now you're thinking, I don't know if I'm addicted to my phone or not. Here's a test that I want you to do. I want you to pick up your phone, not right now, when we're done with this now, just like at a normal time when you would just pick up your phone. And I want you to quick look at the time that it says on your phone. And then I want you to remember that time, but just forget the fact that you are thinking about the time, that you remember the time. <laughs> so remember it, but don't remember it. And just go and do your usual thing, whatever it is, scrolling, checking your different social media apps, whatever it is. And then when you feel like, okay, I'm done, I want you to take a look at the time. And I want you to realize how much time did you just, we'll say, quote unquote, lose. Because there are some really great and redeeming values and things that, again, I just told you, I've learned some amazing things from my phone, from social media accounts that have really helped me in my life and in um, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual growth. However, did you just lose 10 minutes, 30 minutes? Maybe you just lost an hour of your life. How else could you have spent that time, especially as a homeschool mom? When we have lessons that we want to do with our children, we have character traits and different kind of discipline and training that we want to pour into them. We have places we want to go and things we want to do with them. We have a marriage we want to pour into. We have a house that we need to maintain. We have meals to provide for. You might have some animals, some pets, and maybe live on a little mini farm that you need to take care of. We just missed out on those good things for just maybe mindlessly scrolling. So let me tell you a little bit about my story and my wake up call. Now, back when I first got a Facebook account years ago, and there weren't, there weren't any phones. 
And so you had to start an account, be on your computer. It was a desktop computer, not even a laptop. It was, ours was old, would take about like 10 minutes to warm up. And so it would have to be very purposeful for me to go and do that. And I would only ever turn on the computer. There was no Googling of things. I didn't need it in any other way. My kids would be in bed and I would get onto this thing called Facebook. And that's back when, I mean, I put it off for a long time. So people were like, oh, people were just telling you like, oh, hey, I'm going to the bathroom now. And I feel like that's a little bit of how Facebook started. It's grown so much. Oh my goodness, it's a beast now. But I would just do that. And then we ended up getting an iPod. And so that I could, my kids could listen to things uh, during lunch. We would listen to like Adventures in Odyssey and listen to some music and I could listen to some sermons. It was actually, it was actually a Christmas gift from my parents for my husband, but it was in our kitchen and I was home more than he was. So I would listen to it. But anyway, I figured out you could put Facebook on it and could actually check it throughout the day. And I found myself checking it more and more and more and more. And so one day I was like, I, this, this is not a good thing. And I deleted it off of there. And then I went downstairs, turned on my computer and I just deleted my account completely, just randomly. And I didn't have a Facebook account for a year. Didn't think anything about it at all. And again, it was just silly updates and stuff. And then I started to kind of miss knowing what some of my cousins and family and extended family and friends were kind of doing. And so got back into it, but I would only let myself do on the computer. Let's fast forward to, I guess, seven, eight years ago when we moved different states and I decided to start a blog because I wanted to show this farmhouse that we were fixing up. And it was just an easy way to be able to talk about it and to share pictures. Anyway, long story short, I ended up monetizing that blog and was using it as like a little mini business on the side. And we ended up moving houses to where we are now. And I continued the blog and social media was so critical at that time. I didn't quite understand everything I know now, but it was just really important part of it. And I just, I got sucked into it. To be honest, I got really, really, really sucked into it. Now this is like back when Instagram was like the OG and it was mostly pictures and you would scroll down and you would get to the last time that you scroll down, you could see it was all in, in, um, not alphabetical or like dates and times. So basically you could get to the end of your feed. Nowadays, you can't ever get to the end of your feed because then they throw in other things. So I just, I found myself just getting addicted. And so this is my wake up call is, well, one of the tips I'm going to kind of give you here about where you put your phone, but I had mine in a place where my kids could easily see me from uh, their homeschool nook, which is off our kitchen. So all kind of together. And then one day I found a picture that my youngest had drawn me. And I guess he was probably, I don't know, nine or 10 at the time, or maybe a little bit older. Yeah, 10 or so. We'll just say around 10. And he drew me this picture and it was what he was observing from his homeschool nook where he's working on maybe his spelling list or his math worksheet. And it was a picture of me standing there staring at my phone. Oh man, it was like I was stabbed in the heart. And I was like, this is what he's going to think of when he sees me. And I, I did cry, not right in, then and there. And I think I kept the picture as a bit of a wake up call. So it's just a drawn kind of picture. So granted, he was probably supposed to be doing his math and instead he's drawing a picture, but still that's what he saw, what he observed. And I was like, this is not the memory that I want my children to have. And it was a wake up call. Now, if you listen to episode 138, which I will put in the show notes, I did talk about phones and 
my, uh, so my, one of the ideas, it's about habits and stuff. And so I kind of talked a little bit about it. And this is what I was speaking of when I alluded to like a little bit of a wake up call. This was the wake up call. This is what my kids are observing. Even though I'd be like, Oh, I'm on here doing work. I am working on my blog. It was a home decor blog. And I was like, I'm working on this. I'm, you know, you had to comment on people's things and you had to reply back and, and everything, the whole game to try to please the algorithm. At this point with social media, if you follow me on social media, you will probably have experienced the randomness. I mean, I, you know, I look at my notifications, there aren't a lot. And guess what? I've gotten to the other side. I don't care. I don't care at all. I don't need thousands of likes. It does nothing for me. But I got to the, that point because of what I'm going to share with you in just a moment that it does not matter to me. I will. So I have a personal Facebook uh, page and I really don't post much at all. I have with my son being gone, you know, halfway across the world. And I put some things up once in a while just to kind of give an update because a lot of people want to know. I don't care how many people have liked it, how many people have seen it. I'll go in and like, you know, comment back to them because it's the nice and courteous thing to do. But even when it comes to my homeschool Instagram, you will see that I post maybe a reel and a story and a post about a new podcast episode. If you look at my feed, they all look the same. And guess what? I don't care. I don't have this beautifully curated uh, Instagram feed. It is there as another way of just being able to reach other homeschool moms or soon to be or want to be homeschool moms to be able to find me, to get them over here, to listen to the podcast so that they can learn and grow. And you can be doing dishes. You're probably doing dishes or folding laundry or maybe driving in the car right now and listening and, and pouring in instead of wasting your time on social media. So if you go into social media, I mean, you can follow me there. I do post in stories once in a while, just when I'm kind of like, eh, I kind of feel like posting this. It's probably completely random. I don't know if anybody really gets any of it. Or if you're like, I don't really understand her life <laughs> because it is pretty random because I don't, I'm, I'm not chasing the likes and I, I can't please the algorithm. I figured that out and I've been down the dark hole and I crawled out of it. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. Now, you probably don't have a DIY home decor blog. You're probably don't have a podcast and that is okay. So I'm going to speak to you like I was then with just getting so lost in social media. And it doesn't mean I'm, pro I'm perfect. I am not perfect. I will still lose myself sometimes when I'm like, Ooh, like looking up, you know, gardening things or, um, health and wellness. I just, I love that kind of stuff. And so I still can get lost. I'm like, that's information overload. Just get a little bit of information, learn to master that and then go on. So again, I'm not perfect, but this is what I have used these couple of steps that I have here for you to get myself out of that addiction, because I found that my phone was controlling and dictating our homeschool day. And that is not what the Lord has for us. And that is not what I want, what like my heart deep in my heart, just like you, that's not what you want for your day as well. Okay. So I have five steps to treat your phone addiction. The first one, are you ready? Oh, we just got to jump into the deep end. We got to just rip the bandaid off right here. And you might fall over on the floor right now while I say this to you, but are you ready? First thing here is I want you to delete all the distracting apps on your phone. You have to go cold Turkey. This is for a minimum of two weeks. If you can do a month, that is even better. You need time to be able to reset your brain. You're going to find yourself walking over to your phone. You're going to find yourself picking it up 
and looking at it. But if you have deleted those apps that are a distraction for you, what are you going to do? Are you going to go ahead and download the apps again? Well, you might, you might start to do that. I'm going to tell you when I did this, I would go and I'd go into the app store and then I would start doing like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? That whether 30 seconds or 45 seconds or 60 seconds it takes to download will give you enough time to stop yourself. Hit the pause and just don't let it continue deleting. Do what you got to do so it doesn't delete, doesn't download anymore and you're done. Put the phone down and don't beat yourself up over it. Just say, okay, hey, good job. You recognized what you were doing and just reset. So I would say minimum two weeks. If you can go for a month or more, that would be even better. Okay, so step one is deleting all the distracting apps. Along with that, you can turn off your notifications. Now I still have my email on my phone. However, I don't have any notifications. There's no ringing. There's nothing that pops up. It is when I have time to check my email, I go in and check my email. Second thing is here, when you feel like you are ready to put those apps back on. Now I know I talk about social media. Maybe for you, it is games, it's puzzles, it's just other distracting apps. But when you feel like I can go ahead and put these back on, go ahead, just put one on at a time, okay? But I want you then to delete them in between your intentional use, okay? We'll get to intentional use here in a moment. But when you say, I'm going to download this, I'm going to use it, and then I'm going to delete it again, maybe... If it's Facebook or Instagram or anything like that, maybe you need to go through your friends list. When you say, I'm going to download this again, your friends or maybe who you're following, go through that list and weed them out. Maybe you stop following some people that are causing you some stress and some anxiety. Maybe it's on Facebook and it's a friend and you're like, I can't unfriend them. You can unfollow them so that they don't show up in your feed and then maybe if once in a while, like, oh, I need to just kind of check on that friend and you're in the right frame of mind, you can go on to their page and you can go ahead and or their profile and see what they have posted. But in this step, the focus is on you having control over the app that you are now putting on. You have control over your time and how you use that time on that app. And when you're done, you're going to delete it again. Maybe you stay in this step forever. That's okay. Your phone can handle the downloading and deleting it, downloading and delete it. It can, it can definitely handle that. And maybe you say to yourself, I'm only going to let myself download and check it on the weekend, not during the week. That would be amazing for you and your kids and your homeschool. Now, the third thing here is you can set a timer for your use. So this is going back to the intentional use of it. Maybe you set a specific time of the day and you say, I'm going to give myself 15 minutes. You set a timer on your phone. You set a timer on the oven. You set a timer somewhere. Maybe it's a timer of uh, a certain show when it gets done. The, the kids are watching their favorite cartoons 20 minutes long. You're like, okay, that's my timer. They're going to watch this cartoon. That's my time that I have this. When that's done, I'm going to hear it's done and I'm going to delete it, get off of this and be done with it. But pick amount of time, pick a specific time of the day, whatever it is. And keep your phone in one spot. Otherwise, when it's all over the place, you kind of get used to using it in different places. It's just you going over to this one spot and you'll start to recognize your body and your mind will tell you, you've been standing in this spot at the kitchen counter or the kitchen table or 
uh, at your uh, living room next to your chair for 10, 15 minutes. And that's kind of awkward to stand here. I think your time's up. (laughs) Okay, number four here is to ask your husband for some accountability. And this can... This could be a humbling experience, but I want you to remember that you too, your partners, you're a team. He wants to see you succeed and you taking the time to admit to him that you have a phone addiction and that it's affecting your day and it's affecting your homeschool will really draw you two closer together. Pick the right time. Don't just say it, just don't just blurt it out sometimes like, Hey, I really need to talk to you tonight so that he knows that this is a serious conversation and it's not something that you are just kind of flippantly saying. Ask him for accountability. Maybe the time is, maybe you say you've done the detox, you've deleted it, and you're saying uh, for a month or something, like I'm going to put it back on and once the kids are in bed and I'm going to tell him 15, 20 minutes and then that's it. And then you two have to work out some type of signal, some type of way that he can tell you and communicate with you that your time's up or that you have been sitting there staring at it for an hour and you told him you only want to work on some stuff for like 15 minutes and uh, check out a couple of different accounts you want to learn about. I don't know, maybe it's homeschooling or gardening or whatever it is, but come up with some type of signal that he can let you know, like, Hey, hun. <laughs> Hello. Remember you wanted me to tell you this? Maybe he just puts his hand on your shoulder or something. And when he does that, do not jump down his throat. This is not, you asked him to do this and now he's doing it. You will break some trust there. You're going to kind of ruffle. You're probably going to cause a fight. Let's just say that there's probably going to be an argument. There's going to be some hurt feelings. So you kind of have to, you know, you know, your marriage best and you know how to approach this, but ask for some accountability. And I know there are apps out there. There are ways on your phone to track your use, but I'm going to tell you right now that the tracking of that use is something that you can very easily avoid. And it's also something that just adds guilt onto us. And we don't want that guilt. Let's see if we can join together with our husband and we can combat this problem. Maybe he's seeing that issue within his own life too. And you two can come together and figure out how you can better spend your time instead of just playing games on social media. I mean, on apps on your phone or scrolling on social media mindlessly. Number five here, the fifth step is that if you are getting addicted again, I want you to start back over, go back to step one and just delete it. Go cold Turkey. You might need to let some of your friends and your family know that you're not on social media right now, because that might be a way they interact with you. Now, when there's been times that I have deleted social media and then um, like through Facebook, and there's a couple friends that that's because texting is just like texting feels like an urgent sort of thing. But if I Facebook message them, like it's whenever they have time, like these are their homeschool moms, when they have time, like for us, these friends is if I text you, it's because it's a time sensitive thing, but maybe this isn't a time sensitive thing. So I kept the Facebook messenger on my phone, but deleted the Facebook. Now I know, I know there's all this stuff about the tracking and collecting data and all that kind of stuff. And you gotta, you gotta wrestle with that kind of stuff on your own too (laughs) and figure out where you stand on all those things. But my goal here right now is to have given you uh, some steps an action plan to break this phone addiction because you recognize that it is, it's uh, affecting your homeschool and not in a very good way. And you have plans and you have goals and you have time that you want to invest in your children. And We don't want technology to take from that, to steal from the time that we have with our kids. 
And so I hope that these five steps, deleting all the apps. So the first one, let's go real quick. Deleting all the apps, hopefully for a month would be the goal. Second would be to put them back on, but delete when you are done with your intentional time. And number three, that intentional time, like be specific, set a timer, uh, keep your phone in one spot. Number four is to ask your husband for some accountability because he's the one that's going to be around. You can ask a friend for accountability, but she's not going to be there 24 seven. I'm not saying your husband's there 24 seven, but he's there the most, <laughs> less than your kids. You don't want to ask your kids. Let's don't ask your kids to be an accountability partner. They don't need, they don't need that responsibility or drama. <laughs> and the fifth is that if you are getting addicted again, start over, delete it. It's okay. You didn't fail. Guess what? You recognize that you're getting addicted again. Good job, mama. It is so good that you recognize this in yourself and you're going to start to recognize it sooner and sooner. And we really need to get a handle on uh, the use of our phone because they're not going anywhere. And so how can we do this well? How can we model it well to our children? And when you need that help and someone to come alongside you to create those goals and to choose that curriculum and to pick the right stuff for your family and to know that you're doing the right thing this very homeschool year and now at this time of the year, how fun we're starting to plan for the next homeschool year. Maybe you're like, ah, I can't even think about next homeschool year. Mama, let's join forces together and clarify your homeschool. You can find out all the details at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. But I'm going to wrap this up because this episode's going a little bit long. It'll probably talk a lot longer, but it's a good conversation. It's a hard one. It's one that we need to have because we can do so much better than staring at our phone. And just remember your husband, your children, your family, your homeschool is so much more important than what any app has to offer you on your phone. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.